Hello my friends, it is your brother Hampton from Hybrid Calisthenics. It's common after we start something new, like a fitness routine, to feel really energized those first few days and first few weeks. Results usually come quickly because you are doing some work and you're just excited about the original motivation you had behind why you started. Maybe you want to get in better shape, or if you started music, you want to be a better musician. If you started art, you want to be a better artist. But I think a lot of us can relate to a few weeks after that, that motivation wanes in a little bit. That stereotypical thing three weeks in when you're sitting in bed, and you're like, man, I know I committed to getting up at 5 a.m. every day, but I'm really tired and I didn't sleep until 3 a.m. Maybe I could take a day off. So I think a lot of us are familiar with that point and how we deal with that is an interesting discussion point. Because at this point, a lot of people say, hmm, my motivation is dying down a little bit. Somewhat, hmm, maybe I can find other things to keep me motivated. Maybe I can find an accountability partner. I can call someone, maybe Hampton, and he can keep me motivated. Or they scroll through social media, read books, listen to podcasts, stay motivated, which is fine. And others say, no, no, I need discipline in order to cross the finish line. I need discipline. Even though I'm not motivated, I'm going to keep pushing. And most people are probably a mixture somewhere in between, not just one or the other. Because most people assume when they hit that wall, they need something to carry them over. Either motivation so they can keep going, or discipline so they can keep going even when they don't feel like it. But hold your horses, Cornelius. Calm your alpacas, Bessie. Mollify your mountain goats. Pingling. Your lack of motivation might not be such a bad potato. While I agree that most things in life that are worthwhile to pursue and achieve require some diligence and hard work, either extra motivation or extra discipline in order to carry you beyond that point that most people will quit. I agree with that and we need that from simple things like brushing our teeth every day or achieving elite level athleticism if you want to be in the Olympics or something. But your lack of motivation isn't always bad because sometimes it's a sign of something deeper that you can use to your advantage. Sometimes it's a sign. Your laziness, in quotes, is sometimes not a bug, but a feature. And here's why. I was doing a podcast with a friend a while ago and he was also a fitness trainer and I asked him, how do you keep your students motivated? Because it's a common topic in the fitness community. And he said something to the degree of, well, it's easy to be motivated when something's working for you. And I've remembered that ever since because by and large, we usually hear people say, I don't feel like doing it. And we encourage them to keep doing it within reason, of course, you know, there's proper rest, there's mental health and everything, but there's a general theme in fitness and many other endeavors where we push people where even though they don't feel like it, we push them to keep working because we know that will bring them. We know it's likely it'll bring them to a greater goal. However, all of that is assuming they have a good method. And if you're a teacher and you're a good teacher, then you should hopefully stand behind your method and be like, no, this method is good and I can coach my students to success. But we don't know that everyone has a good method. And there is such a discussion around not rushing things, not wanting progress too quickly, which I completely understand and agree with. But for those of you who are out there trying to teach yourselves, either through fitness or music or art or any kind of skill or endeavor out there that requires a lot of study and practice, we're not sure if we're headed in the right direction sometimes. And while a lot of teachers will tell us, don't rush the process, wait, be consistent and you'll see results. I have learned that I think it's reasonable that while we don't have to measure the speed of results necessarily, 
it's okay to measure and see if we have any results. And from there, we can compare our speed. So if someone tells you, hey, you're new to working out, don't rush the process. You won't see something in just a week or two. Dedicate yourself for months and years. I agree with that once again. However, I think it's reasonable three weeks in, a month in, to ask yourself, how much progress am I seeing? Because this is an important question because you might have a good method, but you might be applying it wrong. So in that case, that would require more practice on your part. You're like, ah, maybe that's a port. <laughs> maybe I need more practice. Maybe I need to watch myself back if it's fitness and tweak my form. If it's music, maybe I need to listen back and listen to see what I'm doing wrong. And maybe I can make better progress that way. Alternatively, you might have a different goal than your teacher or coach might've assumed. And that's a discussion you need to have. In fitness, maybe you're trying to put on muscle and lose some weight, but your coach wants you to focus on mobility and strength. These are all good things and they might have a good reason for that, but you might want to have a discussion and say, hey, it's been a month, I haven't lost any weight and I've been trying to lose weight and gain some muscle. And I look, I've measured myself and I'm okay with slow progress, but I kind of want to know how long this will take based on the progress I'm doing. That's the usual answer we give people when people say, hey, I don't feel like I'm making progress fast enough. And we say, no, consistency is more important than speed. And it is. Or when people ask, how long will it take me to get to this point? How long will it take me to achieve a one-arm pull-up or bench press 315 pounds. And we say, we don't know, it depends on the person. However, if you look at your progress month by month and you track yourself, which is a good idea usually, and you track yourself, you should be able to see, okay, so my first month I made quite a bit of improvement. My second month was also quite a bit, but slowed down a little bit, which is the law of diminishing returns, happens in almost every skill. And based on this progress, here's approximately when I'll get to my goal maybe nine months in, 10 months in. And while there is a huge benefit to being dedicated to something, even when you don't see results every day, but when you measure it across a reasonable period of time, which is usually, I would say, a few weeks in, a month or two is safer, and you look at your progress, and you're like, man, I want to get to a bench of 315. I want to get to a one-arm pull-up, but I haven't made any progress in the past month or so. And I recognize that good things take time, but whoever is teaching you, or if you're teaching yourself, you might want to ask yourself, hey, is the method that I'm following good? If not, is there something I can change? And this is something I wish I could answer more definitively for each individual watching, but it really depends because sometimes the student thinks the method is flawed, but it's really their application of it. They might be doing it wrong. And sometimes they think their application is wrong, but really the teacher and the method itself is flawed or designed for a different goal than they're currently looking for. Because to share with you, I've been on good methods and used them and gained a lot, and I've used bad methods and when you're on that bad path and that bad method, it's easy not to feel motivated after a while because it's not working. You're doing the same workout. You're doing the same thing months and months and months. For me, I'm, I try to be a pretty dedicated individual. So I'll put in months and months and months and months before I really evaluate my work. Maybe I should evaluate more often. And sometimes I just don't feel like doing it. I'm like, why? Am I not making the progress I want? And sometimes there's a tweak that needs to happen. This applies to many different things outside of fitness, like I've mentioned. So career changes, for example. So you may have heard a friend, a family member, or an associate be otherwise dedicated in other things, but they just don't feel like doing their job. Sometimes it's school. Sometimes school is what doesn't motivate them. And they're like, man, I just don't like doing this. And unfortunately, sometimes they get called a loser or lazy, but then sometimes these people, they change careers or they get out of school and they try their own thing or they do something else. School works for a lot of people. I'm not saying it doesn't, but some people get out of school and they try their own thing. They're like, man, 
suddenly they're almost a different person. Suddenly they are a lot more motivated or seemingly dedicated and disciplined because they like the thing they're doing more. They found a good path, they found a good method. Relationships too, and I don't wanna to go too much into it, but that's a big one for me. I often think if I hadn't met my wife, how would I think love and relationships and marriages are supposed to go? Because sometimes, unfortunately, they don't really go that well, right? And I see some other marriages that might work for other people. This is just me observing from an outsider perspective, not knowing everything. I see some marriages that I might not want to be a part of, or even if I were forced into that, maybe I would convince myself that's how they're supposed to be. But they're not necessarily. There's more out there. And because of how my wife is and how good she is to me, I know this is getting a little bit off topic, I am very willing to give to her, very willing to take care of her, very willing to do so much for her because she's so good to me. And in an alternate universe where I had different luck in that regard and I ended up with someone else who maybe they're a little bit manipulative, maybe they're a little bit toxic is a common word nowadays, would I still be as motivated to do what I do in a relationship? Maybe, maybe not, right? I know that's a heavy topic. And of course, fitness, right? There's fitness motivation. We are sometimes a fitness channel, believe it or not. And the last point I wanna to touch upon, because it is important, is that sometimes progress isn't linear. Sometimes there is a clicking point. So this is something to keep in mind if you've measured your progress for a few months and you don't see it that much. There are some things, art, music, anything where there's technique involved, where you might not see that much progress right away, but progress will come by leaps and bounds after you reach a certain point. So with music, maybe they're practicing wrong. You can put in 10 hours a day of practice and you'll get a little bit better, but with the wrong technique and the wrong things you're focusing on, you might not get nearly as good as you want. Same thing with fitness, exercise form, for example. Most people who have pursued lifting or exercise in some way recognize that sometimes if you're just doing it wrong, you can go for months, 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 and suddenly be like, huh, why don't I just do this? And suddenly your progress looks like it's exploded. You're still just about as fit and as strong as you were before, but your technique is better. And because of that, your progress is skyrocketed. I think I lost my hair tie. But a good example for me is YouTube, where a lot of you might be watching this. And in this case, it's largely just because of how the algorithm is. I'm not saying it's necessarily good or bad for this, but sometimes when you start a new channel and you post videos regularly, it takes a while for things to catch. This is something I've experienced, something my friends that I've gotten on YouTube have experienced, especially a lot of shorts creators when that was starting. When I first started posting, I posted my first YouTube short. It was like the worst performing, the lowest viewed out of my past 10 videos. I'm like, man, I guess this just doesn't work. It works better on other platforms, I guess. But then it took a couple months or a few weeks and it started catching and started growing and now here we are. And when I noticed this was happening, I started telling my friends, hey, you gotta get on this. You gotta get on YouTube, just post. And I almost feel like they thought I was conning them. Like maybe maybe he's sponsored by YouTube, right? And it's like, because they would post and these are good content creators, uh, often in the fitness realm, but also in cooking and other places that I told them to get on YouTube. And their videos didn't do that well at first. And I'm like, man, they're gonna think I conned them, but no a few months in and things started to catch. In this case, not necessarily for a technique reason, but just because of how the system is. But an example of where it doesn't seem like we're making that much progress, but more is coming. A mountain, a tsunami, an avalanche. What's something that's not a disaster? Um, a windfall? A lot of good stuff is about to happen after a certain point and we just have to keep at it. So to conclude, motivation and discipline 
are often put on opposite ends of the spectrum that we have in our mind. We can either be motivated or disciplined. But for me, why not both? If discipline can get us across the finish line, motivation can really help us win. So in this case, when it comes to pursuing things, I would say stay disciplined about the overall goal. If you want to get healthy, if you want to get fit, and you want to run a 5K or a marathon, you don't necessarily have to stick to the same methodology. You can change. Maybe yoga wasn't working for me. Maybe jogging every day wasn't the best for me. Relative to my goals, these things can be good for other things, but not as good for other things. Maybe I'll try weightlifting. Maybe I'll try kettlebells. Maybe I'll try calisthenics. Hampton is kind of biased, but maybe I can try calisthenics, the hybrid fitness routine. There's a free web version, but there's also a physical book and an ebook if you want it. And you can use your motivation to at least identify which one you like the best, which one keeps you motivated, and which one is giving you the best results that you want. Discipline to the overall goal that you really want to achieve and you don't want to give up. Motivation to find methods to reach that goal and to see if something's working well for you. Have a beautiful day, my friend.